What's up, guys? Welcome to episode zero of the Continental Breakfast. I'm your host, Razak Mzale, and today I'm going to be talking about a news story that popped up on my feed this morning. I really didn't want to do the first episode of this podcast to have it cover such a controversial topic, a controversial topic happening in the country I'm living in and was born in, but it's caused a lot of media attention and I see a lot of misinformed people on social media getting their pitchforks out before actually knowing what's going on and really misinformed statements and judgments and that just, it drives me nuts. So instead of venting on Facebook and having a bunch of social media arguments, I decided, all right, I didn't plan for this, but let this be the first episode of The Continental Breakfast. So, here's the story. Uh, for those of you that do not know, Tanzanian President John Magafuli recently made a super controversial statement in a rally at an area called Chalinze in Tanzania. Now, before I get to the statement, it's important that people know this crucial point that's left out. The country, in 2015, implemented free education for high school girls. This, naturally, is being funded by the government, ergo our taxes. Now, in this policy, it didn't mention anything about pregnant girls or girls that get pregnant during their studies. So it was pretty much an implication that the policy of free education applied to them as well. At this rally, though, President John Magafuli made his point clear. He stated that he will not be providing free education to teenage mothers who decide to go back to school. Now, before you get outraged... Before you go nuts, let me continue. We'll go through the facts and I'll give my opinion on this. But let's look at the facts first, all right? It's important to just see where this viewpoint is coming from. Now, the boys or the males, let's say, who impregnate these schoolgirls, their punishment is 30 years jail time and hard labor, according to a statement in Chalinzi. 30 years jail time and hard labor. I'm going to repeat that one more time so they can sink in. The punishment for the boys, males who impregnate these schoolgirls, their punishment is 30 years jail time and hard labor. Now that that's sunk in, let's begin. Now, where do I start? Um, Firstly, I think it's important for those who are actively against this policy to understand that the president vowed to deny access to free education for teenage mothers who want to go back to school. I'm quoting what he said here. Um, start quote, I'm giving out free education for students who have, res- who have really decided to go out and study. Now you want me to educate the parents. <sighs> After calculating some few mathematics, she'd be asking the classroom teacher to let me go out and breastfeed my crying baby. End quote. <clears throat> okay, um... So the girls will still have access to education, but just private school, according to this statement. Now, I'm not saying that makes everything okay. As I stated earlier, this is just something that I'm informing you of. It's just something you need to know. It's going to help your arguments either for or against this. Uh, If you're actively going to oppose this policy, I think it's important that you have as much information as possible. You cannot go around making claims and making arguments and trying to get this policy to be to be uh, reverted um, if you are under the assumption that all teenage girls who get pregnant will have no access to education in any school um, they're only not going to have access to public education to public to public school education however 
In my opinion, banning access to free education is exactly like banning access to education entirely for the majority of Tanzanians. Most of the schools with the high rates of teenage girls dropping out due to pregnancies are composed of children whose parents can't afford private school. If they're in public school, it's they're there because they can't afford private school. So yeah, just because they won't have access to free education doesn't mean they can afford private school education. With that in mind, I believe that the policy is too extreme. That's my personal opinion on this. Also, I, I feel like I need to point out the way the media has been talking about this story. It's really pissed me off because there's no mention on the fact that the boys get 30 years jail time and hard labor even if the sex was consensual and the boy wants to help raise the child. That is really fucked up and it's such an overboard punishment. You would swear that that is something that a rapist would get. If someone raped a, a, a teenage girl and got her pregnant, they'd get maybe 30 years or life and hard labor. This is something that a guy who has consensual sex with another girl and then she gets pregnant, most likely by accident, obviously by accident, even if he decides, okay, I'm going to drop out of school, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to help you raise this baby, he still gets sent to jail for 30 years. I 100% do not agree with that and I honestly believe that the media needs to put more emphasis on that as well. Because it's, it's, if you'd have to, all the headlines are just talking about the fact that the girls can't go back to school. No headline are talking about what the guys are going to go through if, uh, if, if they get a teenage girl, if they get a school girl pregnant. Now, I'm not playing oppression Olympics here, right? I'm not trying to claim that uh, the men are having it worse than the women. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to silence the plight that the girls are going to go through. I'm just trying to inform and enlightened that there's another side of suffering to the story that I don't think should be ignored. Um, a point that has been made when I brought this up uh, earlier during some discussions was that the safety net that most guys have is the only way to prove that the f who, who the father is is through a DNA test. And contrary to popular belief, those are really hard to come by in Tanzania. And they require a lot of complacency in it that uh, a guy can just refuse to be involved in it and he can run away. So it's, it's a bit rough and around that point where for the girls, they can't really avoid showing that they're pregnant, but the guy can take measures to avoid proving that he's the father. Um, so that's something just to point out. I do get it. But I just think that the media needs to put some, at least some emphasis on the punishment that the boys get. Because I see a lot of comments on, on these stories, and so many of them are coming from women saying, but it takes two to tango. Why are women the only ones suffering from this? And no one is bothering to read into the article and realize that it's not just the girls that are going to be punished for this. He's acknowledging the responsibility of both the boy and the girl in this pregnancy issue. Moving on. Um, the issue I have with the topic is that I personally do not like arguing without a point. Um, I do not support any movement that isn't providing a solution or an alternative. Um, I don't actively support it, at least. So I asked some friends of mine, and I did a little research on social media and, uh, and reading up some articles to see what alternatives would most of the people who are actively against this policy recommend to reduce the high rate of teenage pregnancies that, are, that is happening in Tanzania. And the majority of them have stated that 
sex education is the best option, right? We need more sex education. Uh, young people need to be more aware of the risks of unsafe sex, pregnancy, and how it can ruin your lives and such and such. Um, I'm sorry, but no. I really don't think that that is going to do anything. In my humble opinion, you can have sex education as a damn course and show videos of how your life can be ruined if you get pregnant early and people will still get pregnant early. Teenagers are like cats. They don't like being told what to do. It's all about rebellion at that age. This is, I'm speaking generally speaking, of course. There are exceptions to the rules. However, this is generally speaking. A teacher tells a teenage student to tuck his shirt in. It becomes cool to not tuck, tuck uh, your shirt in. Uh, someone comes and starts talking about how you need to use condoms and it becomes cool not to use condoms. Someone comes and teaches you that abstinence is important and it becomes cool not to abstain. It becomes rebellious to have sex with a guy without a condom so long as he pulls out. I'm speaking from experience here, by the way, and <laughs> I don't mean in the, in the performance aspect, but I, I went to high school in TZ in Tanzania and I've seen it live. We had sex education in secondary school and uh, they did come and they started talking about condomizing, HIV AIDS, unplanned pregnancies and girls, they were still girls that got pregnant. They were still guys that got girls pregnant. It didn't really work. Um, even when I spent some time in South Africa and South Africa has a very detailed and strong sex education program, there is still a high rate of teenage pregnancies in the lower income brackets of the of the societies so i think it's it, from what i'm seeing from what i've seen i really don't think that sex education is going to provide any significant change to to the rate of teenage pregnancies uh, happening in in tanzania i really do not think i think many i think most of these people that are getting involved in consensual unprotected sex know the risks um but I guess more needs to be put into understanding just why is it that the lower income brackets seem to have this issue of continuously... Yeah, anyway. So I don't think sex education works. And I think the government has realized this. And instead of finding a peaceful alternative with a win-win situation, they decided to create a deterrent. If people won't listen to them to... If people won't listen to what's being taught in sex education, uh, let's make repercussions for those that do not. I hate to be the dick that says this, and I know people are going to get mad when I do, but can we really, really deny that this policy uh, of banning teenage girls from coming, teenage girls that get pregnant in school from returning to school after giving birth, can we really say that this policy will not deter young girls and young boys from having unprotected sex? I mean, think about it hypothetically. You're a teenage girl about to have sex, and you know if you get pregnant, you're never going back to school again. You're a teenage boy about to have sex with this teenage girl, and you know if she gets pregnant and they find out you're the father, you're going to jail for 30 years. Will you really still not use a condom? Are you really not going to think twice about protection. I don't know about you, but I most definitely would. I would wrap my shit up in foil, uh, just surely out of fear of the repercussions. So that is a point that I'm going to stick with. I do believe this policy will show results. I do believe that it's going to create a deterrent. But I do not agree 
with its radical nature and it is also illegal because it is against the law and the constitution of the United Republic of Tanzania to deny access to education for any child. I also personally find it a bit immoral. I don't think denying them education completely and sending a boy to prison to jail for 30 years is a valid deterrent for a, a, a valid deterrent or penalty for this action um, of getting of a teenage pregnancy. But since I don't agree with sex education being the solution and I don't agree with a radical deterrent as a better solution, I think a middle ground needs to be found here. Uh, repercussions for teenage pregnancies on both the male and who, who gets the girl pregnant and the girl that gets pregnant Something that isn't so life-threatening, but I really can't think of an alternative right now that's a win-win as I'm recording this. Improving sex education is the hoorah route. I'm, and I'm, being, I'm a realist, and I really don't think that that's going to do anything. T Tanzania has sex, educations in, in, sex education in all schools, and the rates of dropouts due to teenage pregnancies is still high in, the, in, in public school. And so I'm sticking to my guns on that one. Sex education, more sex education, I don't think it's going to have any significant effect. And I do understand where Magafuli is coming from, but I do not agree with the policy to deny anyone of education for pregnancy. Education is a human right. So I'm stuck in the middle of this, and I really, I just wanted to vent and inform people about the situation. I'll leave it to you guys, really, to comment your thoughts on how on what you think would be the best solution to combat teenage pregnancies. I've seen a lot of people that are for Magafuli's um, policy, stating that sometimes you're gonna have to you you, you have to uh, take the harsh and radical route to get results. We've tried things the liberal way for too long. Maybe it's time to be more radical. Uh, and other people on the other side saying that still even. Radical is okay, but denying anyone access to education is denying this girl and this boy a second chance for one mistake. And this one mistake is going to ruin their lives already. Now the government wants to make it even worse for them uh, to, to do something about the mistake that they made. I think it's... I think it's uh, I, I, I agree with that as well. So both sides do have their points. And it's a very delicate issue. So I'm quite curious on what you guys think. Uh, do feel free to comment your thoughts and your opinions. Um, before I close, I'd like to point that I've added a, a link to a petition that was started to garner support to convince President John Magafuli to change his statements and his policy on this issue. I personally do not believe anyone should be denied access to education. And with that in mind, I have signed the petition. If you're watching this and want to do something to revert the policy but don't know how to help, this is your chance to have your input well, validated or your input to count for something. So be sure to check out the petition link down below. Uh, if you like the podcast, hit me, up, hit me up with a like. If you hated it, feel free to dislike. If you want updates on the latest episodes, hit the subscribe button. At least one episode will be uploaded every week. I'm Razak Mzale. Thanks for tuning into the Continental Breakfast. And I'm out. Cheers.